Welcome to Trying Our Best, a mother-daughter good place podcast. Welcome back to Trying Our Best, a mother-daughter good place podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Ayla. And we're talking about The Good Place, one of our favorite television shows. If you missed episode one last week, go back and listen to it. Today, we're going to be discussing Season 1, Episode 2, which is called Flying. A putrid, disgusting bowl of ethical soup. At least that's what Cheaty calls it, because now he knows that Eleanor does not belong in the good place and that things are going crazy because of her. He has the job of deciding if he's going to help Eleanor try to become a better person and stay in the good place, or if he's going to tell Michael that she doesn't belong there and possibly get her sent to the bad place. That's the main point of this episode, Chidi making that decision. One of the big questions of this show today is how we decide when we want to do something that makes ourselves feel good, when we pick something kind of selfish, versus when we're going to help other people or when we're going to be unselfish or selfless. And so that question gets brought to a really clear point when the neighborhood has been trashed, but Michael, the architect, makes the announcement that all of the residents are going to get a chance to fly for the day, which is really exciting. But Tahani, one of the other residents, stands up and says that she is going to be leading a group of volunteers to help clean up the neighborhood instead. And Eleanor thinks that's just ridiculous. Why would anybody give up the chance to go flying to clean up garbage instead? And when Chidi hears Eleanor say this, he decides it can be a test for her that she has to work on being more selfless, that she has to do something for other people instead of just the thing that she wants to do. So Ayla and I have been talking about how that maps on to our real lives when we have to make decisions about doing something we want to do versus doing something that helps other people. Like sometimes when my mom makes me clean up the house when all I want to do is play video games. Which choice should I make? So then we talked a little bit about how Ayla says she doesn't really have a choice when it comes to that because I'll often say, well, you can't play video games until the living room is clean. And just like Ayla doesn't get that choice all the time, Chidi sort of stepped in and is being like a parent for Eleanor and tells her, you can't go flying until you clean up the mess that you've made. You can't go flying until you pick up the trashed neighborhood from your problems. And Eleanor isn't very happy about it. She kind of stomps around. She rolls her eyes at everybody else. But she is cleaning up the neighborhood. Do you might think, is it still a good thing to do if somebody forces you to do it? I think it is because in this situation, Eleanor hid all the trash instead, I'm ready to go flying, But what you could have done is actually cleaned up the trash. Even if you didn't want to. Yes. So you're saying that you still have a choice for how you handle that task, even if somebody else is keeping you from doing the thing you really want to do. Yes. So we always have a choice about how we react and how we behave. Yes. Got it. So this is the question of the day. When do you decide to help yourself or help other people? Feel free to pause the podcast and think about it or talk about it with your friends. 
Welcome back. I hope you had a good discussion about that question. We did. Ayla and I have been talking about how there's always somebody else to help. So even though we want to help other people, if we always choose to help somebody, then we will never get to choose something for ourselves. Do you think that's okay, Ayla? I guess it's okay, but it's very exhausting. You can never be able to help everybody. Because if you try to do that, then you'll be too tired to help someone. There's always, there are just too many people in the world that need help. And also, it's okay to make yourself happy. So sometimes we might need to focus on ourselves and our own wants and needs so that we have the energy to help other people later, right? So this is an idea that gets talked about a lot that's called self-care. And it doesn't just mean doing fun things like playing video games or taking a bubble bath. It, it also means taking time to really think about your level of energy and whether you have enough left to give other people and making sure that you have taken care of yourself enough that you can continue to give over time and not just in one big burst and use up all of your energy. Another thing that happens in this episode is that Eleanor has flashbacks back to the time when she was still alive. There's three of them that are split up throughout the episode, but we're going to talk about all three of them together. What happens, Ayla? She goes out to a bar with friends, and they all get drunk, and it's not safe to drive home when you're drunk. So they all um, they get a basket of names. And they pick out a card to see who's going to drive home. But Eleanor is always the one who picks out the name. So we've realized that if she's picking out her own name, she just lies about whose name was on it so that she's never the person who drives home. Her friends, which if my friend was doing that to me, I might just say, I'm not going to go out with you anymore. That's not fair. You're not being a good friend. But her friends actually give her another chance. And they say, all right, from now on, we're going to take turns being the person who drives home. And Eleanor, next time it's your turn. So then what does Eleanor do? Well, she comes an hour early, gets super drunk, and says that she can't drive home. And then she tells them, I found a loophole to your system. So she's really not being respectful to her friends. She's not being fair. And then finally, we see her third flashback where she's miserably drinking water because she's finally decided that she will be the designated driver. Her friends have finally forced her to do that. And then she decides that instead of driving her friends home, she's going to go home with a bartender that she likes instead of staying and taking her friends home the way that she said that she would. So one of the things that I noticed about this is that her friends gave her lots of chances to do the right thing. It seems like she didn't really care for her friends. In fact, we kind of talked about, was she even really friends with them? If you can't be fair to somebody, and she didn't even, they told her, if you leave us here tonight, you're not coming out for drinks with us anymore. You're not invited anymore. And she just said, okay, I'm fine with that. So it didn't even really seem like their friendship mattered that much to her. It seems like one of the things we're learning about Eleanor is that she has a hard time getting close to other people because getting close to other people means thinking about what they need and putting their concerns ahead of her own sometimes. Another thing we noticed in this episode was that Michael is worried about how things aren't perfect and that the neighborhood is glitching. Because he said that if things weren't absolutely perfect, then the whole neighborhood might go haywire. And then I asked myself, 
is there really such a thing as perfect? One of the things we talked about trying to answer that question was who gets to decide what perfect is? Because, for instance, my perfect day wouldn't look much like Ayla's perfect day. If I, if I said the weather is perfect today, for me, that would probably mean it was like 65 degrees outside and a little cloudy. But Ayla, what would your perfect weather look like? About 75, bright and sunny. So that's just one tiny example of how what we consider perfect is subjective. And subjective means that it changes based on each person's perspective. It's the opposite of objective, which means that there is one specific answer that is right for everybody. And if perfection is subjective, then that means that it's never going to be perfect for everybody at the same time. So I don't think of perfect as a real thing. Has there been a time when you've ever thought, wow, this art project is perfect, or wow, this is the perfect temperature? Well, I think that that is always just a figure of speech. That brings us to the final thing we're going to discuss about today's episode, and that is Chidi's big decision, which is what we ended with from episode one. Chidi has to decide whether or not he's going to help Eleanor try to stay in the good place. And at the very beginning of this episode, we see that when Chidi makes a decision, he does so with research. So he's surrounded by philosophy books, and he says that there are a thousand questions he has to ask himself before he can make this decision. So he's really having a hard time making this choice. Some of the questions he asks himself are if he has a moral imperative to help Eleanor. And a moral imperative means that it's something you should do because it is the right thing to do. So since Chidi has the knowledge about ethics and he has the ability to teach, does that mean he has a responsibility to help Eleanor learn these things? On the other hand, he asks himself if he has more responsibility to the community as a whole than he does to Eleanor as an individual. This whole community is being impacted by Eleanor's bad decisions. And Chidi wonders if he should do the thing that would help the most people instead of doing the thing that would just help one person. Finally, he asks himself if Eleanor is taking somebody else's place. And Eleanor says that she does not think so because they they used her real name. So she doesn't think that somebody else is being kept out of the good place because she's in it. And then as Chidi's making this decision, he wonders if Eleanor even can learn to be a better person. He says that most philosophers would say she's too selfish for all the reasons we just talked about to really learn how to be a good person. And instead, he thinks that she probably is doing everything with, he says, flawed motives, that it doesn't count if you're only being a good person because you think you're going to get something for it. What do you think about that, Ayla? Does it count if you're trying to be a good person, if it's just for the reward? I don't think it really does. If you're trying to be a good person, that means that you don't really want anything. So if you're helping somebody, but you're not helping them because you want to help them, you're helping them so that they'll pay you, then I don't think it's really a good thing. So throughout the episode, Chidi is really struggling with whether or not he should help Eleanor because it seems like he really cares about trying to make the world the best place that he can and that helping Eleanor be a better person would be part of that. But he's just really frustrated with how many times she makes poor choices and how selfish she seems to be. And eventually, when he finds out that she was hiding the trash so that she could try to go flying instead of 
doing her job, which was to clean up the mess that she made, he tells her, you made my decision easy. I'm not going to help you. You are beyond help, and it's not going to do me any good to try to make you a better person. Then, at night, Eleanor goes out to pick up all the trash. All of it. Not just the ones that she dumped all over the place. All the trash in the neighborhood. And was she doing it for a reward? No, because she knew Chidi wasn't going to help her anymore. She felt guilty for what she had done. And Chidi sees her doing this, and he comes out, and he tells her that feeling remorse, which means feeling bad for something you did, feeling regret, isn't as good as just making the good choice in the first place, but he says it's a step in the right direction. And because of that, he sees some hope in her, and he decides that he will help her after all. And at the very end of the episode, we see her move in, we see Chidi move in to Eleanor's house so that they can work on making her a better person all the time. He's going to give her assignments, he's going to make her read, he's going to make her write, he's going to make her study. And Eleanor isn't looking forward to that, but she's excited that he's going to give her a chance. And then someone slips a note under the door. We don't know who did it, but it says you don't belong here. So it looks like someone else has figured out Eleanor's secret, and we'll have to stay tuned for next week's episode to find out who it is. 